What up, guys? Thanks for checking out the TME Podcast, the most unfiltered and uncensored marketing and business podcast in the game. The whole truth, the absolute truth, and nothing being held back. So with that being said, today's episode is dedicated to the Nike campaign. And uh, that bird you hear right there is courtesy of South America, as I'm probably going to stay here about another three weeks. But regardless... Yeah, today's episode is dedicated to the Nike campaign, which has been making a lot of headlines, um, a lot of controversy, and what exactly you can learn from Nike, and uh, my kind of opinion on whether what they did was a good move or not. So with that being said, I appreciate all of you guys that are longtime listeners, or if you're a new listener, I also appreciate you, of course, and uh, let's just get right into it. What up, guys? So I uh, switched up the transition music quite a bit, as you could tell. A little bit of drama, a little bit of tension, because I do feel that this is probably one of the most risky uh, campaign decisions uh, that we have seen in a long time from a major corporation, especially that one, uh, especially a corporation that is basically number one, right? So if you don't know right now, in terms of shoes and popularity and sales, things like that, the top... uh, shoe in the entire world is nike then after that comes adidas and after that comes jordan which is just another subdivision of nike so with that being said if you're not familiar with the campaign i'm talking about about a week or two ago depending on when you listen to this podcast actually nike released a campaign where they basically are stating that they support uh colin kaepernick and uh, everything that he stands for and his uh, kind of uh, troubles with the NFL. I'm not going to get too deep into the whole Colin Kaepernick thing because, again, I'm actually undereducated in terms of that. I just know that it is uh, very, very controversial. There's, um, you know, basically people on both sides um, that feel strongly about it. Basically, the more liberal demographic uh siding with uh, Colin Kaepernick and things like that and then um, a lot of conservatives and I guess people are saying Republicans go with um, with the NFL side right and going against Colin Kaepernick and basically it all started with him taking a knee uh, during the NFL games in uh, protest against police brutality and uh, other things like that so again I'm not going to pretend like I know a lot about that um, that controversy going on i just know that it is very controversial and um basically what nike did is yeah they came out saying hey we support colin kaepernick he uh he is already signed to nike either way but they just they just pretty much put it out there that they side with him and not the nfl and now why is this such a a risky decision well first of all um they're alienating uh, a part of their audience. So what what ended up happening now is that a bunch of people started burning their Nike shoes or stating that they were going to burn them and that they weren't going to buy them anymore. I think um, uh, other uh, big name executives or representatives were also saying that they did not want to support Nike anymore. I think even Trump said something like that. 
And yeah, so this is what kind of sparked that whole controversy with the commercial. It's actually a really great commercial. I'd, um, I'd say you should uh, check it out on YouTube when you get a chance so you can uh, better understand what I'm talking about. So was what Nike did good or bad? And what can you kind of learn from this in my personal opinion? Um, so in my opinion, what Nike did was a very, very smart, calculated risk. Okay, and a lot of people may think that what they did was dumb because um, they lost probably five percent of their fan base. Right, people are not going to buy their shoes anymore. That feels strongly against um, this camp uh, campaign and and stand for, uh, with the NFL or whatever. And uh, maybe they think you know this is probably a really bad idea by Nike. In my opinion, I'm looking at it like this, and I, I kind of think that what Nike did. Uh, could end up being a very, very smart move. I still have to see everything play out, so I'm not going to say that I think it, it's done like they won. This was this was a good job by them. But I, I do think that, um, that it's most likely going to play out like that, and this is why. So by doing this, like I said, Nike um, basically appealed to the liberal younger demographic. And... We have to look at the big picture. What is Nike's core demographic, right? Their core demographic, the people that buy Nike stuff, Nike shoes the most, are people between the ages of 18 to 35, okay, the younger generation. People between this this age group also tend to lean towards, towards the liberal side of things, right? And uh, would probably agree with supporting Colin Kaepernick. Now, what what Nike did right here is they basically um, traded a kind of feeble, not diehard audience for their core audience and doubled down on that. And this is why I think that in the long term, it will probably be a good move. But they didn't do it right away. So if you guys didn't know... Uh, even before this controversy started, Colin Kaepernick was already signed to Nike, and then everything started happening. Um, you know, things got really uh, heated up, and then Nike just held their ground. Usually, we're seeing a lot of brands now that, if even certain statements get released on uh, sponsored athletes or or people that may be controversial, they immediately drop the athlete or the person. Right? What Nike did is they didn't drop Colin right away. They just kind of stuck around to see how this would develop, right? And if it would get uh, really dangerous for their brand, basically. And uh, with that being said, they saw it evolve to the point where it is now, where it really has become what seems like a positive movement. Again, I'm not an expert. I'm just going through uh, from a light observation. So then they come out with this campaign, right? And uh, what they did was... They said, okay, we already know that as soon as this is released, we're going to probably lose 5% of the demographic that sides with the NFL, right? And we'll lose sales in that sense. But what they also did is they basically said, we're trading up, but we're going we're gonna to lose in that, in that field, but we're going to double down on the people that really do support us anyways and buy more of our merchandise either way and make them super fans and this is why it became such a good move because in business um 
The next step, aside from getting a customer to buy from you, is getting them to uh, to basically increase their LTV. And what LTV is uh, short for is lifetime value. And all that is, is getting them to buy more things from you. So instead of making $45 from them throughout, let's say, their life, they end up uh, spending a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars with you, and usually you can only get them to keep spending more money with you if you get them to invest in your brand. And this is what Nike played out through this, or is playing out through this. They're getting people to basically invest into Nike more, especially the people that are the core audience, the 18 to 35 year olds that are liberal that would most likely support this movement. Um, and make up the majority of their sales and in return all they're doing is losing a customer base that probably was not going to buy that much things from them anyways right or outside of their core demographic as the more conservative types are usually older right 35 plus probably around in their 45s and 50s the ones that are really angry with this and um and that was it they and and that's why this is uh, a good move because they might lose 5% of those uh, people outside their core demographic. What's going to happen is they're going to increase their lifetime value with the core audience, right? So the people are going to that already spend money with Nike that are 1835 are now really going to spend Nike, uh, spend money with Nike because, wow, I can't believe they, you know, they hold this strong vision and they support Colin and, and you know, whatnot. And they'll probably gain a bunch of new people in their core audience as well which is a another win-win and those people will probably come in investing a lot more money anyways because again nike comes out like a big big um defender right of whatever it is they believe in so uh what and oh here's a here's a side note that's kind of um funny as well because you could say that nike's also smart because they're also double dipping so let's say they do support uh not not, not let's say they uh they already stated that they support Colin right and people are going to uh invest in ton of their their equipment right in that age range and maybe the ones that are diehard conservatives won't support like Colin's jerseys or something like that in the NFL Nike already sponsors and has like a one time like an exclusive deal with the NFL so they already own the rights to all the jerseys and things like that being sold. So even if they don't buy Nike gear, they're still going to buy gear outside to support uh, whatever team they want in the NFL anyways. So Nike is still going to make money on both sides from their core audience that they kind of empowered now, right? And from the people that may not buy Nike gear, but they'll buy NFL gear because the NFL now is back uh this season and um most people don't even know that nike has an exclusive deal with all the jerseys and stuff so nike is still gonna make sales there too so again a uh, very calculated risky move in the end it looks like it's gonna be pretty smart um some people say i know alex becker talked about how um he can you know colin kaepernick can possibly hurt them in the long run i'm not really informed enough to know this but it does look like they're gonna win in the end as um as he's been very professional with everything that's been going on so it seems 
And uh, with that being said, guys, what can you learn at the end of this now that you saw the whole thing play out? And that is that you can't be afraid to lose a bit of uh, the people that buy from you to really win with the people that buy a lot from you, that love your brand, right? It's a, it's It's more important sometimes to increase your lifetime value with your hardcore audience than it is to try to get someone that really doesn't even like your stuff to buy from you or to keep buying from you right so again even now i'm going to break it down in even simpler terms it's easier to have someone invest more in your brand with campaigns like this right but again maybe sometimes they're really risky so you got to think about it thoroughly but it's easier to get people to buy from you over and over again increasing that lifetime value than it is to try and please everyone, right? Especially the people that uh, they kind of maybe considered buying from you, they would buy from you once, but they don't really, they're not really invested in your brand or what your brand may stand for, okay? So in the end, um, Nike continues to dominate. And um, as another example, right, you could tell that this was the right move for them as a lot of their athletes uh, that they uh, sponsor or have exclusive deals with would probably are probably siding with Colin Kaepernick too, and that uh, is an example like uh, um, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan. Um, all of these people fit into the core audience. All these people and their fans fit into the core audience. And again, it's just doubling down on the people that would um, spend the most money on you, anyways. Right, and getting rid of those kind of wish-washy fans that um, that it, it you you gain more money on one side than the other, flat out. That's it. So again, don't be afraid to double down on the audience, the audience that supports you. Sometimes trying to sell to everyone, you will lose a lot more money than trying to niche down. And I've talked about this in previous episodes and this is why it's so important that if you run an agency or you wanna sell merchandise or you do something, instead of trying to please everyone, it works out a lot better if you can just pick a certain demographic, a certain group, a blue ocean as Russell calls it. Um, just a, a fraction of a demographic that will highly support yourself. That way you can pin pinpoint exactly what it is to sell to them then trying to make everyone happy it's kind of like um people related to like trying to make friends right sometimes it's easier to just make friends with the type of people you can relate with and who would support you than it is trying to make friends with everyone because then you're trying to please people and um you end up suffering from it right instead of just going for people that will support you that you relate with that would um you would have a lot better chemistry with, you know, kind of like being back in high school and all that stuff. You would try to please everyone. If you're older now, you realize it's easier to just make friends with the type of people you can relate with. So, again, I don't want to beat this in too much, but um, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. Just pay attention to see how it plays out, see how Nike plays out. There's a, there's a reason they're number one, right? It's not just because they have the best stuff. It comes from calculated risks like this, and um, by the looks of it, uh, it doesn't seem like Adidas is going to be catching up anytime soon. As you know, they've been doing a lot better, but yeah, Nike out here still winning, still, in, still uh, 
showing that they aren't afraid to risk it all. So that's about it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this uh, week's episode. And uh, thank you for checking out this podcast. If you haven't by now, um, I would highly appreciate it if you leave a a review below. If you are an iPhone user or a Google Play listener. And uh, that's about it. So thank you so much. My name is Gio. I'll see you next time.